In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. The great football coach, Vince Lombardi, is said to have begun every season with these words. This is a football. He's saying this to professional football players. He's going back to the fundamentals because even professionals can get off track. And speaking to this service, I feel like I need to say that we're just simply going back to the fundamentals to make sure that we get the game right. I stand here today as someone who is still amazed at the grace of God. The grace of God, which brought Jesus to us to seek us out and to find us and to bring us home. That certainly is my story. I'm amazed at God's grace who loves us no matter what, who never gives up on us, who if, if there is even a glimmer of hope that we would say yes to God and begin that long journey home with God, God will never ever give up on us. This is the fundamental. And so I am happy to be a part of the crowd of tax collectors and sinners because that's where I belong. That's where I was and that's where I still am as I make that long journey home with the Father. So it's from that standpoint that I speak today. Today I prayed before the services for something very specific. I prayed that something would happen to you. That something would happen to you. I prayed that the Lord would change and revolutionize your ideas about stewardship and giving and that you would move from the head to the heart and you'll know what that means by the end of this sermon. That stewardship would take on a whole new light to you and that if you had already begun this journey from head to heart that you would continue in it and complete it. In the end, I believe that if you can make this switch from head to heart, that you actually will find joy in giving. Instead of finding the subject of stewardship and giving to be one of angst, of retreat, of disengagement, of tuning me out as I speak right here today, or or as believing that you already understand stewardship and you're on autopilot and you say, well, this is how much we always give and we're just going to do the same thing this year. Okay, are you ready? Are you ready to hear what might change your whole idea about stewardship that could even bring joy in your giving? Well, I have to lay some groundwork before I seek to do that. The reason the church uses the term stewardship instead of giving is basically because the church cares about people whether they give or not. The church cares about people and not just the gift. That's why we don't use giving. That's why we talk about stewardship. Stewardship is in fact communicating God's truth and God's word to God's people 
because in that word stewardship, we are reminded of a couple of very, very important things. The first is, is that God is the only being who has life in this universe. We do not. We do not possess life on our own. We are granted human life as a gift by God. It doesn't belong to us. Now that should just be stunning to us because we generally don't think those type of thoughts during the day. But God is the only source of life. We aren't. Everything that we have is in fact a gift from God. We do not even own our own possessions. Stewardship reminds us that we are in fact managers or stewards. My, my name actually means steward, someone who manages and administrates something that doesn't belong to him. And I, I'm doing a good job, I think, right here. This is what I do. I, I, I try to manage and administrate all this stuff that doesn't belong to me. So that's what a steward is. That's what we are because we simply are managing and administrating all the gifts, the time, the talents, the treasures that God has given to us. And we are reminded in stewardship that everything we have is a gift and it's to be used for the glory of God and not for our own selfish ends. Okay, we've got that groundwork laid out. What could possibly change your idea about stewardship? Well, it's this. The primary symbol in Scripture of our relationship with God is, in fact, marriage. And the full range of what happens in marriage. Marriage is when we give to each other all of our life, ourselves, our souls, our bodies, our time, Every aspect of our life is shared. If that is not happening, then there's an unhealthy marriage that needs to be attended to. And we all know how marriage works, right? That is the central symbol, the nuptial union of husband and wife is the central symbol of our relationship with God. God in Israel, Christ in his church. And so we can understand stewardship in the same way that we understand marriage. Because when we think about giving to the church, and here we've already switched over to the word giving and not stewardship, when we think about giving to the church, we can think about paying a bill or paying a club membership or sort of being convinced to sort of write a check. Or we can think, that logically, well, the lights have to stay on, the, the air conditioner has to run, you know, we just have to do this to keep the thing going. But those are not the proper ways that we should actually think about stewardship because stewardship is one of the primary ways that we return our love to God who has first loved us. It's inescapable that that's how it works. So when we think about stewardship, we must transfer our mind and our heart and think about relationship. How do marriages work? Well, you remember when you bought that ring or that gift for your beloved, 
You didn't regret that you had to do it. Maybe you had a certain capacity that you run up, ran up against, but you weren't sorry that you had to buy a ring for your wife or your husband. Golly, what a pain, I have to give them a gift? No, that's not how love works. That's not how marriage works. You were happy to give the gift because you love the person. It's the same way with stewardship to the Lord. We are giving ourselves back. One of the ways that we do that is we return to God a portion of all of the gifts that God has given us. We do that knowing that God has already proved his love to us and for us over and over and over again. The self-giving, crucified love of God Almighty and Jesus Christ cannot be denied. It's there. We can't escape it if we want to be Christians or disciples of Jesus. That's what God has done. God has already done everything God can possibly do to tell us that he loves us. Now it's our time to respond to that love. God has loved us and now we give ourselves back to God. And so stewardship is one of the ways that we return our love to God who first loved us. It's one of the ways that we continue our relationship with God. It's one of the ways that we reveal our heart to God. And it's one of the principal ways that we say thank you to God. So when we're thinking about giving to the church, we can, in fact, think that we're paying a bill, just sort of keeping the operation going, doing our duty, but we should not think like that. We should think about giving ourselves a token of our love back to God who has given us everything, who loves us, who lavishes love on us every single day. So if we can conceive of stewardship in terms of love, of relationship, of bonding, of joy and celebration. It can totally transform our giving. And notice that I have not mentioned an amount at all because the amount just has to do with your capacity. Everyone has different capacities. That's not the point. The point is, is that everyone returns that love to God, the God who first loves us. So allow that to sink in. I pray that the Holy Spirit would enlighten you to make this real to you, real that God loves you absolutely, real that you can return that love, real that this is the way of joy and celebration that we actually get to offer back to God who has given everything to us. May this stewardship season be filled with joy and grace and celebration of God's love. Amen.